y'all and welcome to the second episode of my podcast dreams of consciousness where girl you did not even have to pop like that but anyway where once a week i expand on thoughts ideas and theories that i have last week i kind of dove right in um i was super nervous but now the hard part is over and i officially have a podcast so With that being said, I definitely wanted to go back and give a little bit more background about myself for those that may not know me in real life. Um, Years ago, about me, okay, it was out of the question. (laughs) I was the person that was very much like, I was born at 5.45 a.m. to Brian and Zavi. The stars were all in alignment in this place and time. I felt this way and then I grew to be doing too much okay that's exactly what I was doing I was doing too much and so my therapist at the time was like no ma'am you need to learn how to bullet point it and I'm like how can I an infinite being condense myself to bullet points but in honor of that and for the sake of this these are my bullet points (laughs) my name is Nia I'm 25 years old. I am a Taurus sun, Libra moon, Aries rising. If you know, you know. I have a four-year-old son. His name is Isaiah. I live in Houston, Texas, and I am a behavior therapist for children that have been diagnosed with autism. And there will definitely be a story time later on how I got into that field. I think it's a pretty cool story. And those are my Google facts. Um... You guys are definitely going to get to know me a little more organically as the show goes on, but I definitely wanted to kind of go back and introduce myself properly for those that don't know me, like I said, and let's get into the show. Today's episode was inspired by the word polarity, which means the state of having two opposite or contradictory tendencies, opinions, or aspects. Um, The way I thought about it is, have you ever been too much of one thing, not enough of another, became aware of that, flipped it, and still had a problem? Like, if you ever felt like, I am too nice, like, I'm a pushover, people are always getting over on me, I don't like it, I'm tired of it. And then you turn into a hard ass, (laughs) you know, somebody with a million walls up, never helps anyone, just closed off. And then you're lonely and you almost have the same feelings you do as when you're a pushover. And then as you begin to evaluate yourself and grow, you pick the sides of the hard ass that you like, you know, having boundaries, standing firm in what you believe. And then you pick from the sides of being the pushover. Somebody that says yes when they're available to help. Someone that's nice, you know, likes to make people happy. These are not bad things on either side, but when they're the dominant thing, they can be a little funky, you know, they can be a a little, a little raggedy, you know. But I think that's where you start to find the sweet spot. The sweet spot to me is the perfect balance of the polarities, which is ideally what we're all trying to find. 
Something I realized about polarities is that they can't exist without each other. They are because of one another. There's no pain without pleasure. There's no love without hate. There's no light without darkness. And as humans, anything that doesn't feel good, look good, make us think good thoughts, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. We want it out, you know? We want it out. We don't want anything to deal or to do with it, I should say. And that honestly is what gets us into some real sticky, sticky spots. Like when you're in love and you're so focused on love that, honey, you don't see the whole sea of red flags. And after those red flags have made themselves known and the love starts to wear off, you end up having a hatred for that person or maybe even for yourself for allowing those things to be a part of your experience. You overindulge on pleasure. You didn't have one too many cookies, a few too many cakes, too many hours of binge watching, and now you've got a stomach ache. Or now you look in the mirror and you're not pleased, which can bring an emotional pain. I've been there. I've been in both of these places, okay? And after those encounters, I've learned how important it is to identify and stay in your sweet spot, even if that changes day by day, even if you have to lean a little bit more towards one side of the spectrum and go towards to the other, as long as you are finding the balance of those two that work for you, you're all good. It's okay to love your partner enough to ignore some of their flaws, as long as you're acknowledging and addressing the ones that can be dangerous or negative in the long run. It's okay to have a day, a couple days where you eat on some cookies, you know, and watch some Netflix as long as you know, hey, I'm going to have to trade this cookie out for a kombucha, okay? I don't know. I just wanted to say something that started, you know, kind of with the same letter. But y'all get what I mean. It's okay to settle or dwell in one of the polarities as long as you don't live there and make it your home in the long term, as long as the goal is to always recalibrate and get to the sweet spot. To wrap up this segment, as I was kind of fleshing out this idea, a phrase came to me. Look in the mirror to find the sweet spot. And that can be used in the tangible and intangible sense. Tangibly, you can physically look at whatever's going on in your life, your weight, your finances, anything, And you can decide which side or which polarity you're leaning more towards and whether you're in your sweet spot or not. Intangibly, you can reflect, self-reflect in your, you know, internal mirror and decide emotionally what's going on with me. Do I like that? You know, internally, how am I feeling? How am I thinking? What am I doing? Do I like it? You always have the power to change it. You always have the power to shift into your sweet spot, and it's your right to play with and decide what that sweet spot is. So, especially during this time where we're all being called to be still and things are not 
moving as fast paced as they usually are, this is a great time to look in the mirror and find your sweet spot. And I don't have a name for this segment or any of the segments because in my spare time, I am corny as hell. <laughs> and everything I've thought of is like mad corny, like not even cute corny. It's just like corny, corny. So yeah, that was the main segment. All right, bye. I mean, not bye, but you know, going to the next one. Y'all, okay. This segment is going to be about a book that I read. So this week I read An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. And I found the book in my trunk. <laughs> I have books everywhere, all over the place. I love to read. But if you know anything about books, you know if the hardcover doesn't have the paper jacket, you kind of don't know what the book is about unless you like look it up or something. But I didn't this time, which was surprising for me because I love spoilers. Like, I'm the person that looks up the end of the books and the movies to know, you know, what's going to happen. But I didn't do this that time, and I'm pleasantly surprised. I let the story unfold organically, and I really, really enjoyed this book. So the book follows a married couple. The wife is like a city girl, not like the JT and Carisha style, but she's from a city. And she's an artist. She makes dolls for a living, like the $5,000, $10,000, like super fancy collector's item dolls. And the husband is uh, more from a small country town. And he's like a mover and shaker, moved to the big city, you know, that guy, that guy. And the story follows their marriage and how one night while staying in the husband's small town, they stayed at an hotel, at a hotel, I'm sorry. And while staying at the hotel, the couple gets into a fight. The husband leaves the room to, you know, let off some steam. And he has an innocent encounter with the woman. Now, this encounter leads to him being falsely or wrongly convicted of a crime that he didn't commit and put into prison sentenced to 12 years the book goes on to kind of tell the story of what the heck happens you know to your marriage to your life to your spouse's life to your family's life if something as tragic as that were to happen to you or to anyone you knew because the way that the story was written from the circumstances, which you can probably do a Google search or even ask around and you would know a man, a black man that was falsely accused and imprisoned for something that he didn't do. She wrote the characters in a way where each part of them, regardless of their circumstances, felt like you or felt like me you know I felt like each character had a part of themselves that I identified with or I could identify them as someone that I knew or that I have known in my life um I love that she didn't write a cookie cutter story the way that you know a lot of people tend to do where they box in the black characters or they 
decide to write about the tragedy and make it, you know, very stereotypical and all of that. I loved the way that she tied all of the characters together and made them, you know, important in each other's lives and made them mean something to each other's lives, even if they hadn't met, even if they were just, you know, the opposites of each other, the polarity of one another. And I love... I just loved everything about the book. I really, really loved it. I really enjoyed it. I honestly couldn't look away from it. Um, I do have a resource that I'll be able to give y'all next week for sure. I was told about it. It's a website where you can download any book for the free. Okay. <laughs> and this time, if you're somebody that doesn't mind reading from a screen, um, we ain't got time to be spending no money on the books and the libraries are not open right now. So, yeah, I'll definitely be sharing that resource with you guys next week. Um, this week's book was, again, An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. Um, if you ever read it, please let me know. Maybe we can have an in-depth, a little more discussion about it. I really did enjoy the book. And, yeah, that's our book segment. In this segment called Poetic Justice... <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all, but I told y'all it was corny. Like, that's literally the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about what would I call this. But in this segment, I'll be reading a poem that I wrote or something of that nature. Um, I've been writing for as long as I can remember. And I was looking through my stuff and I found, y'all, I found a poem that I wrote in like the eighth or maybe ninth grade. And it was actually pretty good. Like, it was actually pretty good. So here, here, here we go, y'all. Here, here we go. From a girl who pushes you away to one who wants you to stay. Deserving and wanting, I want but I don't deserve. I felt he was untouchable until I touched him. Love was a word with no substance until I loved him. I push and push and he only moves slightly. There's plenty of girls, and I wonder, why does he like me? Beauty is nothing until you feel it. A dream is something until they kill it. Emblazoned on my heart, even deeper in my mind, no longer relate to those who search and never find. Holding his hand, I feel connected to my destiny, and I never wanted him to see less than the best of me. He does constantly, but yet, he loves me. All right, y'all, don't all don't all get to get to snapping and you know all of that at once, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but that was really good for somebody that's in the freaking eighth and ninth grade, girl. Really sitting up and thinking that I love somebody, like, ma'am, what? <laughs> but I have always loved to express myself with words. Um. I just love words and how they mean things and you can put them together to mean the things that you want them to mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, moving forward, you know, I'll be sharing one of my poems or like I said, something that I wrote. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that little trip down memory lane with me. And now we're moving on. Moving on to the end, that is. Um, we are now at the end of my second podcast, my second episode of my podcast, Streams of Consciousness. I hope you guys are enjoying it so far, and 
I really, really appreciate each and every one of you that have listened to me so far. And um, yeah, like I super duper duper appreciate it. And I hope you all will continue on this journey with me. And I will see you. We're not going to do this every week, girl. We're we're not. Um, I will be back next week. Bye-bye. Love you guys.